Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. <clears throat> We're back in another episode of Legal Procedure. As always, I'm Jim Wright, Long Moons, Jay Moore. You can find Legal Procedure on iTunes. Just search Legal Procedure, same thing as Spreaker. Spreaker.com, where you get the Spreaker app. A lot of times you can just click right through Twitter and listen. All those great ways. So, Jay, how was your Christmas, bud? Man, it's, it's been a really good Christmas. I, um, I just time off from school was... <laughs> It's been it's been enough for me, and uh, anything else I got is pretty. It's just been icing on the cake, and uh, you know, got some got some sugar bowl tickets for Christmas, so I really can't complain. That's always How a good thing. Mine's been good. Um, the only thing negative, my folder kind of got drowned out. I thought I had it around the spot, and it turned out I didn't. But besides that, it's been good. I got a, several cool things for Christmas. Spent too much money. Drank a little bit too much, but besides that, it's been all good. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I, I, about what I expected. Well, yeah. Well, you know, we, uh, you know, I started to see if you wanted to come, come but I didn't, you know, figure that'd be your atmosphere. My stringer was going to be going on, but Christmas night, uh, usually have a little get together, several people, about eight to ten people, usually. And I figured it'd be at Casey's, you know, atmosphere, but not so much yours. Well, I'm used to, I mean, I'm 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 used to being around that. It don't matter to me. So I didn't I didn't do the invite. We I don't think we went to bed at like four o'clock that morning. But uh, so, well, that's my start, that's up my alley. So I could have done that. So <laughs> it was uh, it was interesting to say the least. A bunch of stuff happened. Uh, more I, I have to go with some details off off the air. I guess you'd say. <laughs> That's what it sounds that was, like. It was fun. It was fun. You know, woke up about 11 o'clock the next morning hurting. But, you know, besides that, it was all good. I guess besides tickets, what was your uh, best gift you got? Uh, uh, you kind of put me on the spot. I should have just not said something about the tickets because that's probably what I would have said. So I don't uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, honestly, I... And I got a bunch of clothes. I, I got a sugar bowl shirt, and uh, and, I, and probably the money I got it was. I mean, that's probably the best thing what? I got. Probably the best thing I got. I got this Drake vest deal that it's all Miss Drake vest thing. It's something that I really like. It's something I never buy because they're like I think they're like a hundred fifteen, hundred twenty bucks for a vest because they're Drake, but it's super nice. I didn't realize how many pockets that thing has it's going on the inside and everything else. And it's really warm. So I guess that probably was the best gift I actually got. And I got a bunch of other stuff too, but not bad. I get uh, it's, it's pretty nice. It, I guess the worst part about Christmas irritated the heck out of me, especially the day after Christmas. 
I had to go, not even the day after Christmas, the next day. I had to go to Walmart of all places. And all I want to do is get some change. I had to get some change. For some reason, they sent me to customer service to get dang change. <laughs> so I pay with debit. I need to get some change. I need to get $2 and quarters is all I needed. I had to put some air in the wash car. Okay. These freaking returning people, I swear these people must get everything they get from Walmart and say, I'm taking it back and getting money back. I mean, they have buggy loads of stuff. I'm talking about all kind of stuff. First of all, I know everything might not be right, but you ain't got to take back everything you get. And... You're wasting my time. You need to at least, if you're going to do that, do it on like a, a, a night hour or something. Don't do it in the middle of the day. Yeah, it'd be, be, be a lot better for you. I mean, that, that's the whole point. I mean, it has to be a lot. And what kind of person you to take back every gift somebody gets you from Walmart? Because <laughs> it's bound to have been everything they get. Wow. I mean, why would you, I mean... Really? I mean, I've got plenty of stuff that I really want it. No. I don't want to take it straight back. No. I have re-gifted, yeah. something. re-gifted something one time. But I never take used it. Take it. Basically, everything you get back is a little ridiculous. I, if it's not everything they got back, they must get one more stuff every day. I mean, there was one, one person had two buggy loads of stuff. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that, that's ridiculous. So I guess we'll get into a few things, I guess, before we talk on this. I guess it's good for people outside of Auburn, and it might work out for them, but it, it sure seems like they're bungling this uh, this whole defensive coordinator search from all understanding. Uh, I guess about a week ago it came out that former Ole Miss linebackers coaches who's now South Florida was pretty much a lock. Everybody said there's a lock and was going to happen. You know, he went there and visited. And usually when somebody actually takes a visit down there, it's pretty much a done deal. Maybe some minor things that usually doesn't fall apart. Now, from their, I guess you call them mods, whatever, people that cover them, Pretty much, they watched a bowl game in which the defense didn't play well, which I say if you've taken anything from a bowl game, you're you're, uh, not very much, very smart person in in the hiring process. But South Florida didn't have that good a game on defense and basically said that they was, and what they was hearing is that what they saw in a bowl game was somatic stuff that they really didn't like and they're apparently going back to the drawing board. Pretty much made a hire, then backed out on it, and now back to the drawing board. Just yeah. It's kind of bizarre. If uh, if they did that, if they made that decision, in large part due to a bowl game performance, I, I don't really understand that. I mean, you could look. It, I mean, it had... There's no way to me that they made that many schematic differences between the bowl game and the regular season that, that they were caught off guard by it. I mean, I, I don't think they changed their whole defense with the bowl game as far as schematic-wise. So. 
I, I really don't understand that. Yeah, and it really, I can't remember his name now. I wish I could, but it seems to be from an edge coordinator, from an edge coordinator that was there back when, uh, I think his name Ruff or something like that. He was there when they won the national championship and was a coordinator there when Gus Malzahn was a coordinator and they're friends. And Manny Diaz now is a new name that surfaced. As as a contender, apparently they've talked or some, had discussions with him. Apparently it's between them two now, whatever happens. In this late in the game, that'd be quite a blow for State also. Oh, yeah. It's, if he left, that'd be a big blow. I, um, I don't really expect him to leave, but if by some if if that does happen, that that is a pretty big blow to lose to a coordinator this, you know, right here at the start of the new year. Yeah, and you know, in which he's done this before. Dan's made took his time making hires. You know, they've already lost Tony Hughes, which is, in my opinion, is a bigger blow to them than than a lot of people are making out out to be and. He got the job at Jackson State since last time we were talking. That's a good move for him, in my opinion. Probably the move that Jackson State should have made the first time. You add that in and lose their defensive coordinator. Now, I know it's, it's not really going to affect any guys they probably have committed because and this is not putting down their class. It's not, a lot of it's because they got a bunch of guys that probably have spots earlier on at different schools that don't now. Take, for instance, a guy like Nero Nelson. He really had, he talked about visiting other schools, but really has no committal offer by any other school in the state. And that's not putting him down. I think he's a good athlete, but that's just, that's just how it is. Even the people that cover state would tell you that. But where it really affects him is guys like this, that they're still in on that they're trying to pull. Uh, that's where it really affects them, at, in my opinion. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it, it'll it affect guys that they're trying to, they're trying to get there, you know, high three, four-star athletes. I mean, that, that is where it would, it would uh, make a difference. Uh, I, like, like, like you said, I don't know that it'll affect that much for the people that have. Um, and, yeah, it, it's a big deal. I, I, like I said, I don't expect it to happen, but um, having another defensive coordinator change yeah, that's a, that's a big deal. Well, uh, two th- one thing I saw on Twitter, I think it's an ESPN guy. Apparently, he did a poll on which fan bases are uh, most annoying to recruits on Twitter, social media. Not surprising here. From from what I've seen, but. Apparently, uh, Mississippi State, the Vols, Arkansas, and Texas A&M are some of the most annoying fan bases on social media. Most not surprised is Tennessee. They're just obnoxious people in the first place. But State and Arkansas being in there, that's quite funny to me also. Yeah, that list isn't really surprising. So, now, I mean, again, like you said, Tennessee being on there, I mean, that's the least probably the, that, that's the obvious statement of the year. 
<laughs> uh, that they would be in that group. But uh, I, I, hey, they're blessed, and they got recognized for their efforts. Um, and they didn't do all of it uh-huh. for nothing. They got, they got recognized as one of the most annoying fan bases. I hate them. No, you don't have to. I'm gonna have to pull up their game on the way to New Orleans. We'll be on the way down there. I'm not uh, watching that game. I'm hoping somebody can do the Lord's work and they lose. Because I know if they win, I'm no, I'm no, no, I want no part of that. I know, I have no need for that stress in my life. No. Well, that might be the best game on that morning. I mean, well, I have better things to do than worry about Tennessee. I can if I had to find something to do. I'll Your emotional investment is too high in Tennessee. Well, it's it's not investment in Tennessee. It's investment in their destruction. That's what it is. It's their investment in destruction. I mean, yeah. if I had my way, I mean, like. You know, I, you know, almost and states of rivalry, but I, I, I much rather be around state people and Tennessee people all day, every day. I mean, that's just how it is. Yeah, I, 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 have, I just don't really know any Tennessee people, so it doesn't affect me. Well, see, I do. I know several, and I even have family that's from that area that's Tennessee fans, and we're not close family. But by God, if I hear something from them, then they're going to talk Tennessee. Yeah, that might get annoying. And, and you know, uh, give you an example. Some website, I don't know what it even was. This was like two weeks ago. Okay, I hadn't heard from this person like a month. And apparently, some websites on something ranked Butch Jones the third best coach in SEC. How, I don't know. Whatever. And they recognize the backness of the volunteers. Yeah, they recognize this little red face. Uh, but, uh,. They sent that as, see, this means we got a top 10 coach that we're going to just one or two more years and we're going to win a national championship. I mean, I just, you know. Oh, I, just, I, just, I hate them. I want them. I hope they get on probation. I hope, what's his name, transfers out, gives the NCAA good or whatever they don't get. <laughs> We can do a whole podcast just listening to you talk about this. Well, yeah, let's change the. I don't want to talk about it no more. I, I really do. I don't, so I'm much. glad you're not. I'm so glad you're not emotionally invested in them. Like it, it would, it'd be something if you were. I know, right? <laughs> God, they're god awful. They're awful uh, people. Well. Uh, I asked you a question changing topic because I got an argument with several people. Yes or no, if you're the Saints, because a lot of this has to do with past mistakes by the administration. Do 
you trade and get value out of Drew Brees, or do you keep him around and try to keep that salary cap that he's going to bury you in and think you can get better in it? Because apparently fans think they can a lot of, you know, the same they can keep his salary cap hit, and they're not that far off, which is not happening. I, I didn't get some type of value for a future. Yeah, I would agree because I think they are that far off. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I would, me personally, I would trade him. I mean, they have to like, well, you can't get a whole new defense out of trading him. No, you can't, but you can get pieces for a future. You can get draft picks. You can get other stuff. You're going to suck next year with, with him or without him, and it's not, nothing's going to change. As long as that defense is that bad, you're going to suck. But, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think a lot of people just like Breeze and think he's good. But, I mean, I I don't think long term or even even really short term that that's, I mean, keeping him is going to be the difference in them making it back or not. Their defense Yeah, I mean, with a little history that they've had and then a bat-loaded deal, in my opinion, it was a success. You got a Super Bowl ring out of it. I know people don't look at that as, you know, their their year to year deal. But with their success, it was a win because you did get a Super Bowl. Now they made plenty of bad mistakes. They can't draft well for some reason. And then they've made costly errors in free agent. That's where they're even even without him, his side cap hit, they're still paying fifteen million dollars a player that's not gonna be on the team. So that's a major issue. But uh, that's to start rebuilding for that now, in my opinion. I know other people don't sit that far. I just had some, I don't know, when I, I just said it as topic related when they were talking about his salary cap and stuff. And by God, Saints fans got really upset about talking about trading Drew Brees because he's the best person on the team, which is true. But in two years, he might not have any value to him because he is starting to deteriorate and showing up in injuries. I agree. People people look at the now instead of the year from now or the two years from now. And I'm sorry, but this team, they're just not good enough and they're not built now to to contend, seriously. And the only way they're going to do that is by getting value. I mean, to me, out of some of the better players, I mean, Breeze, he's just not, like you said with injuries, you can tell. It's not going to be there forever. And as long as they can get some guys, because they'd be able to get a good fit for Breeze, or, and they won't have to deal with the, the money that they, they're they going to be paying for him. So, they probably I mean, get a solid contributor on the line and, and maybe at secondary or something like that and probably a second-round draft pick for him. Right. They'll have Which money is, left over. You, you just – a business like that uh, – Football, you you just can't afford to make emotional decisions. Exactly. And by keeping him, I think in two years they'll see that that's what that was. Well, it's getting that close time. I think next week I'm going to have somebody on on recruiting. It's going to be a, they're starting an all star games are starting and actually getting access to kids to see what they're saying. And of course, a lot of that stuff's just, you know, kids are even kind of training themselves. They're going to let you know that 
to new faces kind of popping up for official visits, letting people know they're going to official visit on this. The one guy that I, I really think the ties turned has kind of started ever since he left IMG and went back home. It's kind of went that way, and you can kind of see that everybody knew the pressure was going to sense, and they might turn around last minute because if he if they can get him on campus that last weekend, but he's supposed to commit. I guess I think the game's on the second. I'm not really sure. I think the Under Armour game's on the second. I'm not sure, but he's supposed to commit then. And right now, I would expect Drake Davis to commit to commit to uh, LSU right now. And they just recently got that Sullivan kid commit. And I tell you, don't matter if they got quarterbacks or not, they still get pretty damn good route receivers at LSU. Receivers in Louisiana just don't like leaving, do they? They really don't. For some reason, well, they talk about Ole Miss's network getting people. LSU has a damn good network in, in, in Louisiana. I would say that being able to get receivers with the way their quarterbacks play is more impressive than what old than some of the stuff Ole Miss has done. And they literally, oh yeah, they literally can't find somebody to throw it to, to them, but yet they keep getting the top receivers. It's it's kind of mind-boggling that they they continue to keep going there. And, I mean, look at Malachi Dupree. One of the top receivers coming out two years ago. He's played freshman and sophomore year, and he's been good, but it, he just has not gotten the ball as much as you would expect a top guy to get. And, they, I mean, and he wasn't the only one on their team. I mean, they had uh, Gerald and a couple of two or three guys really good, but they don't have anybody that can consistently get the ball to them. Yet they somehow continue to get guys that are that talented. As it's something. <laughs> Look at the uh, Gray Lills committed uh, several weeks back. We hadn't really got to talk about it, which is a big deal to me. Many both go that was a must get. And I'll ask you that. He's been committed to Ole Miss for a long time. Uh, if you line it up, he was going to commit. And the coaches kind of – his coaches kind of talked him out of it, basically, from everything I've heard. And pretty much the next week, right after his season ended, he committed to Ole Miss. So that kind of lines up to basically he wanted to focus more on his team. That's it. There's several – I don't I don't think – we'll talk a while. I don't think Ole Miss gets Willie Allen. It's been said for a while now that Ole Miss is getting Willie Allen. If you know that, pretty much not going to get wherever Greg Little goes. Willie Allen's not going. He wants to play tackle. Some people think it looks like he's going to LSU. There's really, and one of them talked about other. There's really about three guys that Ole Miss is really looking at that they're trying to get. They want to let tackle. If they have a spot open at the very end, they're probably going to offer that. That kid from I think it's from Florence, to General Williams. I'd be an offensive line person. Yeah, but they're going after. Uh, yeah, they they really want trying to get in the kid from that give him Texas. Let me find his name real quick. They're trying to get on him. He's, he's his name is Austin Myers. He's kind of almost just still recruiting. He's committed to TCU. He's going to visit on the last weekend if they get in a visit there on. But he's, he's teammates with the running back commit, um, Pillar and uh, and Anderson. Jaron Street? No, no, no. Pillar and the cop from Texas. Well, I mean, yeah, I thought you were saying 
didn't they have another running back for season? Uh, no, like that. I mean, that, he's that's the only running back that got committed from there, and oh, from also Texas, that, yeah. And, yeah, and then he, he's also teammates with uh, I think uh, the, the Anderson, the safety that's most Deontay players. Anderson, yeah, Deontay yeah. Anderson. They'd all visit together, um, and on him, there's also uh, Missouri commit right now, Roman. I don't look at this name or talk about it. Committed to Missouri, they're pushing for them too. They probably want to try to get one at least. Sounds like they'll take both. I'm sure there'll be other names that pop up, but it sounds like they'll take both of them right now. And they're hoping just to get one, which is all you can really hope for in the in the situation. But if they were supposed to visit, they get one of them. I take it probably in your lineman, depending on how it went. They might this it isn't gonna General Williams getting them or not, it's not gonna affect anything. It's mainly gonna be do they have a scholarship for him at the end? Uh they're done at running back, seems like. At raw receiver. Um like we talked about Drake Davis, we both I think we both agree they probably don't get AJ Brown. Just a, to, it sounds like they're working on trying to work out the package deal, and people think that the Nate Craig and he's got a brother apparently that goes a half brother or something like that that goes to a different school. He's like a four star safety. They're trying to work out a package deal with them. There's a lot of moving parts there, and if they can just finish, you know, semi good. With with what get there and get the, at pieces where they need depth at, and this is going to be a top seven. I think top seven eight minimum, pr- probably higher than that. The kid's name is committed to Missouri. It's a uh, Roche Newman. He's a offensive tackle. He's rated like a three star. Then there's also Rash- Rashad uh, Gary. He's it's Ole Miss or Michigan, everybody seems like Will Muschamp leaving Auburn really helped everybody out. I still think it's probably Michigan, but seems to be Ole Miss is a lot more in it than everybody thought. He was going to Auburn. It seemed like he was going to Auburn. And then when the Muschamp left, that pretty much ended that. It seems like, and it seems like Michigan and Ole Miss right now. And they got him, you know, it's possible, you know, their top two or three class. Yeah. Uh... Getting him would be <laughs> can't really overstate how big that would be. I, I, I agree with you. I, I think he'll go to Michigan, but at this point, I can really all you can ask for is a chance. And considering it seems to be a lock, he go to Auburn. It's about all you could hope for. So, um, yeah, finishing strong. I, I think they'll finish pretty strong. I mean, probably not. May, well, maybe not as big as we had hoped for at one point, but I still think I still think close to maybe six, seven, eight, somewhere in there. And really that's all you have to have. I mean, there's a difference between number one and number six or seven, but you can compete for championships if you're if you're in that ranking. Oh yeah, and and there's gonna be other guys pop up. I mean there's guys that's right up in there. I mean you still have Jeffrey Simmons who I think they actually get. Um Really, right now, if I had to guess, I'd say A.J. Brown goes to Alabama. But still, the pressure's going to be enormous in the end. 
And there's still other players out there that they're in on. That's, that's probably a pop-up at the end. You'll see more and more dates. And there's really, there's not a lot of spots left for them. I mean, that probably, of course, there'll be one or two that they, quote, they get flipped or they push other places to make room for some of the guys that's committed. But really, you got about eight spots. And, I mean, they're, if you look at it, they got about 20 to 25 kids that they're still recruiting that's not committed. So, you know, you know you're not going to get all of them. So, I mean, uh, they're not going to get all of them. And, uh, so, all right, question. Um, you, if you're ranking, like, if you're making a prediction, do you think they'll finish? Where, where do you think they finish, like, say, top seven or eight? If we'll look at where they're at right now, just because it's easiest to pull up. Let um, me pull it up and see where they're at on on twenty four seven. Just because it's got a composite, we'll do a composite score. Let me pull that up real quick. Um, if I had to, I think they're number one at rivals right now. I think they're number one at the end right now. Of course, other people are going to move and everything else, but uh. Go back. I would say if you put the over under at five, I'd pick over. But if they got five or, I mean, I, I say the over under would be, be six and because six is a good number. I think they probably did a little bit better in seven to eight, but I, would, I don't think they're going to get two or three, as some people talked about before. Yeah, I don't see that. They're not, things are got to change pretty drastically. They, well, they'd drastically. have to get they'd have they'd have to get Gary. They'd have to get Terrell Hall. They'd have to get you know several more five star guys to really keep that get that one or two three spot. And you can't really can't really go talk about that and expect that. No, no. No, it's one of those things that's going to have to happen. I, I definitely don't expect it. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Trying to find the rankings right now, which is going to move dramatically. Oh, go up, go up. Can't even what, what rankings are you talking about? Trying to find their overall rankings for 247, the composite score, which I'm looking at on my phone right now, so it's kind of hard to find. They were, I mean, they were top three when I saw it. Uh, maybe, unless that changed. All right, I just found it. Hold on. They're at number five right now. Okay. Which, which. They're a total of four and a half points behind number one. There's and they're a total of three points from being number three. But see, you, you got to look at whatever. You know, Florida State has a chance to jump them. Auburn, Florida. Yeah. You know, they have less commits. You know, a few less commits right now. Um, 
one thing Ole Miss does have going for them right now is that their average star commit. I mean, they, I, in my opinion, they could jump Michigan. But LSU, they're probably not going to jump because LSU only has 17 commits. Ohio State has only only has 17 commits. They're above. Alabama, they're probably not going to jump. They only have 17 commits right now. They could jump Michigan. Florida State could jump them. Auburn can jump them. I don't think Florida could jump them. I mean, they're they're probably going to be in that around that five range, just depending. I say it in there. If uh, I say if they got like a Gary or, or like a Terrell Hall, someone like that, they're probably around five-ish. If not, they're probably seven or so. I mean, they're going to be in that. They're definitely going to be top ten, in my opinion. And you take that every day of the week if you're an open fan. Oh yeah. And if you look at this class, I mean, it's to me, it's more, it's going to have way more depth than it, it does anywhere else than in thirteen. This class, I have. We, we talked about so many more guys this class and this year than we than we did in thirteen talking about that class and who they were bringing in. I mean, it's already got more guys in 14 that's played and contributed than 13 class did. It's just that 13 had five big stars. They ended up being stars, and some other guys get overlooked from other other classes. And in my opinion, as time So people are getting worked up in motion and everything else. He's doing it the right way. Treadwell is saying that, you know, he's going, he's not sure. And of course he's going to say that right now. I think he's not going to let it be known he's going to the draft until after the ball game. But I'm starting to see people, he might really come back, he might really come back. Surely he wouldn't, surely he wouldn't play by motion right that. They're getting invested. Just accept what the kid's doing and let him go on and let him go on and be a pro. I, I don't get these people that are getting emotional. Who, what kind of, say, yeah, what kind of people are these people? I mean, like I don't know. Just, uh, One person I saw that it, that I guess I retweeted something. Surely he wouldn't mess with my emotions like this. What? He's just saying the political right thing to say. I mean, even if he is, he might come back. Even if that was the case. I don't understand as a fan. You, to me, it's you just assume he's going, and if something changes, get happy about it. I mean, I don't understand the the point of the guy like that to even allow yourself to think he's coming back. To, to set yourself up so. for disappointment. Talk a little basketball for a minute. Although they scared me to death the other, other night when they played Troy. But the mid-games they played at that point kind of, I thought that kind of went mid-game with how they've been. Seems to kind of, they seem to kind of put it together a little bit, find out identity. Daiz has to stay healthy. There's no doubt about that. 
But that, that's the one thing happened. I learned. That's yeah. the one thing I learned is that when he's out or he can't play, they aren't winning many basketball games. Oh, if he goes down, it's over. <laughs> it's, and it, I hate it's, to say that. Yeah, if he goes down, it, it, this team is more dependent on him than anything else. anything but there's things you there's things you like and i think in time fitzpatrick is going to help provide some depth i really i I really think he does i really think he provides some depth there but with moody at the point although i think at times he tries too hard And he and he he pushes tell it several times both night. Yeah, he he definitely did it against Memphis. But that kind of found our identity in the team that I don't know. I think that could be a team. I think they're gonna improve it. If you keep seeing Brooks definitely improve, I think it could be a team that, you know, Stays bubbly, maybe gets in, wins a few games. I mean, they got a free shot coming up against Kentucky. That's a free shot. Uh, need a win against Alabama. But they, you know, they kind of just don't really. If they can go eleven and well, eleven and seven in the league, you know, they you know something like that, and just don't lose some of the bombs, especially don't lose the like Mississippi State right now, although Newman's starting to play better. You just can't and win maybe a game or two that you shouldn't. I could be right there again. Yeah, it, it's – honestly, it's shaping up to be, to me, about like most years. <laughs> um, I could see this team – and we've said it before, I, I could kind of see this team going about like two years ago did, where they didn't where they didn't make the postseason, but they're, they're always right there and they're competitive game in and game out. Um, but they, they did do pretty well in the non-conference. I mean, really, except one bad weekend, they did really well. Uh, I just well, I don't know. Even, they even their bad loss so far has won some games that make them not a terrible loss. The, two years ago, they had two terrible losses. And really, if you take away them two losses and put them as wins, that team probably is right there on the bubble. They are. You just can't have those terrible losses like that team. No. And they didn't have absolutely terrible losses, but at the same time, they they could have them in. I don't know that Charles that, that Charles was sudden loss pretty awful. Wait, what are you talking about? Uh, the loss, you know, the first what was the game? What was the first game they played? They played Georgia. They Mason. lost. I'm talking about the team from two years ago that had. Oh, that I wouldn't. I wouldn't talk game. about that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't okay, talk I got about you. that team. I know they lost. Okay, I got you. But uh. At the same time, this team may lose. I mean, to me, I'm just not sold on this team yet. I mean, for instance, you saw what happened with Troy. They're going to play teams. The bottom of the SEC is not going to be any 
much really any worse than Troy. Uh, they, they, I could see this team losing games like that, especially when they well, go the ro- on the road. Um, so we'll see. Well, I think also is is one thing that Moody has to learn itself is that he's not always going to be on the whole game, and when he does that. That doesn't mean he has to try to force teams inside. He can pass the ball around some. And I've seen him do that the past two games where and he was shooting, he still passed them. He took his shot. But as soon as he struggled, he started trying to go to the rim. And although sometimes he can make those plays, but he was specifically trying to do plays that, you know, he might make one out of five, and that was what was happening. And they kind of went on scoring lulls. I saw that against Troy, and I saw that against Memphis in the second half. Yeah, and a uh, problem with Tro- in the Troy game was they when they Troy started applying some pressure, they started getting some turnovers, and it's like Moody was the only one that could handle the ball. And when they put so much pressure on one guy, and some somebody else has to step up and be able to not turn That's it true. over. Very true. Well, it's been a little bit of happening. He's fine now, but we hadn't talked since then. About two weeks ago. Almost when I uh, went to a little bit of panic mode when I thought my boy Steph Curry got hurt. Which he did get hurt, but he's he's going to be okay. But I, I almost went into depression for a, a split second. Because God knows. Just, I admit, I know some people try to get on me saying I'm a bandwagon. I'm, I'm a Steph Curry fan. I'm not, I'm not even going to say I'm a Warriors fan. I'm a Steph Curry fan. And... I will continue to be. If he goes somewhere else, I will go somewhere else. I will go ahead and tell you now. So, but yeah, my, I was a little bit scared. It had been like Trevor getting hurt again to me. I, I kind of panicked. But I was grateful to see he's all right, and they're still filling it up right now. What, um, what is their record? I, I have not even looked at it. If they didn't lose the other night, they still only lost one game. I can look it up real quick. They're they're not far behind the the top, so they. How is your um your guys doing up there in Washington D.C. You're breaking up a little bit. You're going to go somewhere else. What about this loss, Jay? Yeah, we did. But with Golden State, I don't expect them to stay on this pace. Yeah, they're still 28-1. I, I know they're right up there, but slowly behind them is, is the Spurs and they're Twenty six and six, which is not really bad. It's three and a half games back, eight and two in the last. The Thunder, same thing. Eight and two, all good teams. But it's Spurs. Warriors stay healthy. I see them winning again. I really do. I mean, they're just courage dynamic. They have bench. I don't know how long we keep paying all these people, but right now, there's something. That's going to about wrap up today's show. 
We're uh be back later on this week and maybe sometime later this week have some recruiting guy on talk some recruiting about all this and maybe some state too. Until then everybody have a safe week. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.